Do you hear that? It's something quite extraordinary. If you pay attention and listen closely, you'll hear the stories of senior executives transforming brands and the experiences of real people in their natural habitat with those very same brands. Follow your host, Dennis Wakabayashi, as he pulls out his microphone to capture authentic reactions from the people he meets as he travels around the world. These are unrehearsed, unsponsored, and real conversations about CX that you won't find anywhere else. This is CX in the Wild. Michael, hi, it's great to talk to you. Um, we're here at the Reuters Customer Service and Experience 2022 in San Diego. You're a sponsor of this event, and I did get a chance to see you just brief briefly on stage, not the whole thing the other day. You're the CEO of ASAP. Chief Experience Officer. Chief Experience Officer. Okay, sorry. When I watched your um, when I watched your speech, you had this amazing career as an entrepreneur as a young person, and then you went on to Apple, Samsung. So I'm sorry. I just I assumed maybe you were like no, that's okay. But that's right. So CX in the wild. I just bring people in talk impromptu about different things, mm -hmm. and so here we are. And why don't we just start with that? You're the Chief Experience Officer for ASAP. You're sponsoring this event. Tell me about um, what led you to the Reuters event, because we talked a little bit about that earlier. Sure, yeah. I mean, it might make sense to just go back a little bit and give you a quick uh, background on really what what led me to, to, to ASAP. But um, I, uh, I started out in my 20s after college running my own companies. Um, Mostly in the music business, and um, and then settled down, got married, and um, figured I needed a real job, and kind of uh, accidentally found my way into a call center, um, becoming a call center agent uh, at Apple in the late '90s, around the time Steve Jobs came back, and um, and that was a really hard job. It was a really fun job. Um, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot about myself. Uh, two things most important um, that I really like helping people, and I like solving really hard problems. Um, Spent 12 years at Apple, five years at EA, and the last five years at Samsung, running all of Samsung's customer service and experience business. It's where I met ASAP. ASAP is a 400-person artificial intelligence startup. It's been around eight years, um, focused on um, figuring out how to solve the equation of uh, helping agents who sit between uh, companies and their brands uh, serve their customers, be more productive, and um, make happier customers and happier agents. And so um, when I met this company, when I was at Samsung, I kind of fell in love with them because they were really thinking about um, completely changing the paradigm of how customers interact um, with um, with companies and vice versa. And so um, so I, I joined the company um, about a year and a half ago uh, as a chief experience officer. I'm responsible for managing all of our customer relationships making sure they have an awesome experience uh, with ASAP. Um, I actually know Reuters, um, the guys that run the Reuters event, uh, Josh Gordon and team, uh, from uh, when they ran Insight. I was a speaker when I was at Samsung at one of their events here in San Diego back in 2018 or something like that, before the pandemic. Um, I always thought they put on a really good event, um, small, so you can kind of get to meet everybody and know everybody. It's not too huge. Um, really great attendees, really great sessions. So when I heard it was uh, you know, going to come back after the pandemic for the first time, 
two years uh, later, um, we signed up pretty quickly. Um, ASAP is uh, an eight-year-old company, but it's still relatively new to the market. So these opportunities to hear from uh, practitioners and learn what the market is, is is asking for and being able to engage face-to-face with um, people leading CX organizations is it's really crucial to uh, to our business. So um, that's what that's what led us here. You talked about being a 400 people AI focused yeah. company, and you know I think when I'm traveling around, I I talk to a lot of different people. They have AI as part of or a core part of their business, but I don't think any of them have that many resources dedicated mm-hmm. the way you do. What can you just help me understand? Why would why do some of the the people for some of the companies, for instance, even here at the event today, they have AI as part of it, but you have a dedicated focus to that. Mm-hmm. What is the difference in performance? Yeah, I'm not a machine learning engineer, but I'll, I'll definitely talk about that. I mean, I, I think that um, AI is the buzzword. It's the omni-channel of uh, you know this generation. Everybody wants to have AI in their marketing material, and everyone knows the potential value that it can bring to your business. Most people don't actually know what it does or why it's important. ASAP has the largest research organization in the world focused on this problem. Uh, we also have about 100 PhDs working in our research organization. Um, the founder of the Siri team at Apple, the person who ran NLP for Google, um, you know, they've all made their way to ASAP, the small little uh, startup uh, based out of New York City. And I think it's because... Um, partly the culture, but also because we are dedicated and focused on um, really changing the way people work and using advanced technology, state-of-the-art technology to help people um, do their jobs better, uh, more productively, have happier lives at work, be more successful, and in the world of CX, deliver awesome customer experiences. I talked yesterday about you know technology taking the administrative burden off of the user and allowing them to focus on that human connection and, and building relationships and reducing the cognitive load that they have today using many, many different systems and processes and trying to do all these things at once. And so there's a real powerful combination of um, using technology to make people better and more productive and more efficient, but also translating that into a really awesome customer experience. Um, the company was founded, um, really our founder um, had a bad call with a cable company, uh, which I won't mention uh, the name of three hours long and still didn't get his issue solved. And he was thinking, well, this wasn't a good experience for me. It wasn't probably a good experience for the agent. And it probably wasn't a good um, outcome for the company either. And so he started to do some research and he was looking to build a company around artificial intelligence. This is eight years ago. Um, that was um, had basically three things going for it. A large, uh, a large industry, one that was highly inefficient uh, with lots of data. And um, customer experience, customer service was certainly a good candidate um, for that. Data fuels um, artificial intelligence and machine learning. So so, um, the company from the very beginning has um, sort of had this AI native approach. You know, you mentioned a lot of companies here in in the market are all talking about AI. Most of them are not native AI companies. They're companies that have some legacy capability that they have focused on and they're kind of adding on different AI components as they go. Um, it's just a different, ASAP's a different kind of company. It's a very research-oriented um, culture, a very science-backed uh, culture. Um, there's a depth 
to the products and the capabilities and the people and the results. Um, yesterday in the presentation you referred to, I talked about 100% productivity improvement, you know, being able to have massive gains in how you do work and how, you, how productive you are. Um, that doesn't come from, you know, small little tweaks or a few AI, AI resources. It comes from a fundamental rebuild of how you build technology to support these interactions. And so, um, so that's, that's why the AI focus, it's at the heart of everything that we do. Um, and we deeply believe in this idea that technology like AI should not be built to replace humans. It should be built to help humans. And that's really the, the fundamental premise behind ASAP. You know, that not thank you for re, replaying that soundbite because that is one of the things that I took away from your your conversation. Um, so I, I want to throw this out because while you were talking, I was listening, but it was running through my mind. I want to mm -hmm. just say uh, I apologize for getting your title wrong, and and I, I go back to that because um, there's there's been a lot going on. I've been talking to a lot of people, and I just want to be authentic. It, I'm embarrassed that I got that wrong, and I, I <laughs> just want to apologize no, no, to you for good, that. You're good, you're good. I yeah. like that you thought I was the CEO, so that, that worked out good. For you have you have great yeah, yeah, yeah. persona, but I do want to. I apologize, and I do that here, and I admit it instead of editing it out because these conversations are meant to be more real. You know, I don't I don't want to polish things, and we're we're just trying to figure it out. And I thank you for your time. Sure. I thank you for that context. Mm -hmm. I'd like to just move away from, from, from the title and the, all that to talk about you. What I find fascinating about the work that I do is meeting people that are pioneering or innovating or even just surviving this uh, front edge of technology. It, it's happening in, in all the sectors. It's happening, um, <clears throat> it, it seems to be moving pretty fast. I feel like, I almost feel like COVID gave us like this little break in the action, but now that we're getting back to things, things are moving so fast. I'm fascinated to learn more about leaders like yourself. You've had this long history um, with big brands in mm -hmm. customer care, in digital, and you're now 400 people, more PhDs, these names you said, you've got to be right there at the cusp of machine learning and its impact to business. And I would say that thinking of the culture that you're building has way more applications than just customer care. But you're in this. Being, starting from music, these service pieces, how do, you, how do you relate to the technology? You must be on a team where there's a culture of diversity and inclusion of different skill sets because are you a programmer also? Yeah. Tell me about that team. You know, you're at a high level. What? Yeah. I mean, I, well, first of all, I've always believed in um, building great teams. I, back to the music um, background, I think of great teams as um, like great bands. You know, if you think about the Beatles, they were all great musicians individually. But when you put them together, um, they were greater than the sum of their parts. And what's really magical about ASAP, and actually what really matters wherever you are, whatever you're doing, uh, is not the technology, it's the people. And I, uh, when I left Samsung at the end of 2019, I had a lot of choices of where I might go next, what I might do. Um, and when I met ASAP, 
um, I didn't actually start working there initially. I was an advisor, and I got to sort of kick the tires and learn about the people and the culture and the teams. And you know, I'm definitely one of the older older folks uh, at the company, but um, I learn from the people that I'm around every day. My 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 team, which is the second largest organization in the company behind engineering and research, um, is focused purely on customer enablement, you know, customer implementation, customer support, customer success. Um, solution architecting and building strategy and insights for customers. We're a highly engaged, highly consultative um, organization made up of brilliant people from all the best schools who really actually have one thing in common that has nothing to do with intelligence or technology. They really care. They care a lot about what they do. They care a lot about each other. Um, and it's funny that a company like ASAP who builds technology to help people also has great people behind it. And it's just, I suspect that's kind of obvious and makes sense, but it's the reason I came to ASAP. I was blown away by the technology, but that wasn't really why I came. Uh, it was because of the people and the culture that the company has created. It is very special. And I've worked at some really special companies and, and with some really special cultures, but um, ASAP is by far, uh, the most unique group of people, the most unique, extremely high-powered, uh, extremely competent uh, team that really cares for each other. When you say you were drawn to the culture, you know, were they just nice? Or you, you mentioned high-powered. So what I think there is, when, when I hear you say high-powered and good culture, I, I also hear humility. I And, but... There's, it's more than just they're nice and they're humble. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're 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 the smartest people I've ever been around in my life. Um, uh, you know, think about it. I mean, I'm twice the age of some of these people, uh, and I learn from them. I mean, I, I hope I'm able to help them as well and and support them and and and, and whatnot. But um, the amount of um, intellect and capability. Uh, and, um, and the, 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 when I, when I watch, um, the team support a customer, implement a new, um, technology solution for a customer, um, do a QBR for a customer, uh, you know, the quality of the interaction between ASAP and the customer is better than any vendor I ever worked with when I was leading these organizations at places like Samsung and Apple. So I have some context. I have some benchmarking because I've done this my whole career. And I was amazed at how well-prepared and how collaborative and how smart and capable these teams are. But it does, just to kind of reemphasize, that would not matter if there wasn't this level of, you said, humility and sort of caring you know, for each other, um, you know, whether it's a big personal life event like somebody having a baby or... Uh, somebody having trouble with a customer with an issue and needing help uh, or just getting together as a team and, and solving problems together. It's just a really, a really special culture. And I should say that that's very important to me. One of the things that I value greatly is authenticity. So, you know, being able to be myself and be around people who are themselves and not pretending to be someone else. And um, that's a, at the heart of what ASAP is all about. <laughs> Is it fair to say when I listen, because I'm trying to cut through to some of these more authentic pieces, would you say there's a, 
a combination of a harmony of like genius and wisdom. I feel like you mentioned the age difference twice. You bring, you admire obviously the thinking, but you bring this experience from these greater companies. So you bring this wisdom from big tech and you have these um, geniuses who are, are sort of fueling this amazing mm -hmm. new place. Mm -hmm. So tell me about that relationship and how you feel it's important. Do you feel like all, all companies that are succeeding now have a, a balance of genius and experience no, or wisdom? No, no I, I, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Dennis. I, I don't, I don't know of any company that's like that. I'm certain they must exist, but um, there's there's two benchmarks that I have for this. One are the very small number of companies that I've worked at. Yes. And the other is all the companies that I now interface with. That's yes. one of the fun things being on this side of the equation or when you're on the agency side, you get to see a lot of different cultures, a lot of different ways companies work. And, you know, this is one person's opinion, but... I just have never seen anything like this in my life. And it is, I'll get, I'll get crisp on this. It is a combination of all of these elements, meaning, um, like I said earlier, um, yes, we are building advanced technology. That's cool. That's not, I want, that's not why I can do that. Yes. These people are incredibly smart and, and you know, that's not why I can do that. Um, but they are also extremely caring, and, it's, and there's, there's an extremely like sort of people-centric focus on the, on the on the company and the culture, the diversity of the the culture, the the thought and attention to detail that goes into everything that we do, even for ourselves, much less for our customers. That combination of attributes. Before I came to ASAP, I'm kind of a data guy, so I. I created a spreadsheet and all the different opportunities I was considering and then all the attributes that mattered to me that I really cared about. I would about. try to have that spreadsheet and, or and a picture. Uh, I have it. I have it. Uh, I can share it. And and in that spreadsheet, you know, I gave point values to each attribute. And um, and it was ASAP and then the, everything else was a distant second. So it, it really, it wasn't about like, and this is just me, like I wasn't, I was, I would say I over-indexed when I was looking, I over-indexed on culture, which is such a big word, but um, when I say culture, I mean your experience as an employee and all that goes into it, the authenticity, the caring, the people, all those things, um, that, was, that at ASAP is something extremely unique. Um, it allows us all to do our best work. I work a lot and I never feel like, it never feels like work. Um, you know, I said to myself a long time ago when I was in the music business and I left the music business, I said, um, I want to try and find places to work where I really love it. Like I love the music business and where it wouldn't feel like work. And I've been really fortunate to do that, but it feels the least like work at ASAP. It feels, um, like a group of people coming together every day to solve really hard problems. I, I genuinely, Dennis, I genuinely love it. And it's because of these, I'm glad you asked the question because it's, it's, um, you know, this having been on both sides of the coin or having, having done the, 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 the jobs you've done as well. At the end of the day, it's, it, yes, it's cool to have cool technologies and cool frameworks and programs and cool strategies and campaigns. At the end of the day, what really probably matters the most when you're hiring a company is the people. When you're running into a problem and you're in the thick of it, 
who do you really trust and want to work with to help you solve the problem or create that awesome experience? Because you're going to run into problems. Um, that's why I'm at ASA. I love that. Now, I wanted to be sensitive. You, you had a 245 or something, and I want to maximize because I feel like we're getting to the heart of a, of, of a couple of things. How much, how much more time do you want? I can maybe go five more minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be five. You, we're just getting into it. This spread, spreadsheet that you have that um, somehow gives a human snapshot data centric into what it means to find. Because here's the thing. I'll jump right to it. ASAP, based on what you said, sounds like one of the best CX cultures there is. You have a spreadsheet. It, it, it shows some sort of analysis. Everybody is doing some mathematical flips in their head. But for my audience, if even if you blocked out the names, just to see an actual authentic example of how someone quantified this, because then I can match that up to the ASAP testimonial that you gave, I would love to share that as that if that one thing came out of this conversation, I would find that super meaningful and the audience would. Awesome. The other thing I want to share with you is what you said rings true. And I've been around the world talking to the, the, the world's best CX leaders, of which you exemplify many of the characteristics of a small group of people around the world. And for instance, in Dubai, they, 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 many of them share this exact same philosophy you had, which is this idea of solving together, um, normalizing the unknown, having a purpose that unifies people. And I think what I hear you, we haven't mentioned it, but I hear it, is these are the key ingredients if you're going to be on the frontier of the unknown. So when you're building AI that is unknown, even in its own capabilities, your team does not know what the capabilities will unfold. And you're applying that to big data, like a lot of historic intelligence is now being repurposed and re reauthenticated by the work that you've done. It's it sounds amazing to hear that you might have some sort of small scrap of paper that says, "Hey, if you're seeking out another business like this," because I suspect not everybody can get into ASAP, mm -hmm. but that would be really helpful. Yeah, happy to share it. I mean, I think it's. Um you know, it's a company that, um, for all the reasons I already mentioned, it's special. But I, I agree with you. I think it's also important that we have this culture because we are not building a commoditized product or, you know, something that is well-worn down a path that is really inventing the future. Uh, our founder uh, often says that on the clock we're at 12.01. It's still very early days. Um, we have an incredible calculus and thought process in every decision that we make. Um, and we are focusing much of our technology on the customer experience, the CX industry, and, and perhaps most notably, the, the most underserved part of that, which are the poor agents, you know, that represent over 2% of the U.S. workforce that sit in the middle between these, these companies and brands and, and, and their customers. Or I think if you think about the whole CX journey, everyone talks about everything but the poor agents. And so really focusing on using technology to make their lives better. Our, our founder, Gustavo, literally gets Christmas cards from agents every year that just you know thank uh, him for providing this technology uh, to them. And so that's also a very like rewarding you know part of this is that 
yes, it's advanced technology. The culture is great. It's fun to work at ASAP. It's, it's, it's really, we come to work every day to create technology that serves um, these people that are not paid very much, that have a lot of stress, that are supposed to be the heroes 30 times a day for customers whose brands they represent. And um, it's fun to go to work every day and try and help them out. Did you happen to see the fireside chat with Diana? Diana I did. Yeah, I know Diana. That, um, in that in that fireside chat, I called that out because it is easy to do CX at the top. And I always applaud leaders who are looking down at the human beings on the front lines. Because if we're being fair, they face on a regular basis the most real uncertainty. You know, there's uncertainty at the top where you are, but you have uncertainty of creative. You know, what is the outcome of our hypotheses and where might that lead us? But solving the problems on the front lines, the uncertainty that comes there, it sounds so great that your culture up at the top has this, again, with uh, Diane was the same thing, that the fact that you have this um, connection to the front lines, even in purpose and spirit, and you're driving that, I've got to believe that your solutions from a emotional um, state of all the people that work for you and also to your clients there's some sort of um, vibe or energy that's that you're 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 working towards, and and it's 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 not easy to to hold that um, true in the face of all the optimization and. There's definitely a vibe and an energy. I mean, we have a saying which is, "You can't put wings on a train and expect it to fly." What we are trying to do is not bolt on things to make them a little bit better. We're building the future, and it is a. Um, a, a very exciting and complicated um, endeavor, and um, and I'm super excited by it. But it's um, to me, it's it's in my opinion, the conversations we have as companies and brands with our customers are the most important and most valuable conversations we can have, curate and manage. Um, and those relationships, you know, build loyalty and lifetime value, and um, our good business sense and. It is really funny if you look back over the last 30 years, you know, we have not really been doing it the right way. And so there's there's a, a real opportunity to transform uh, how we do it. There are certainly companies represented at this event that are that are doing their best and trying, but it's fun to be part of it, you know, and it's, it's an exciting future. I think that, I know you're short on time. That's a great way to end this. And so our time together in the wild has come to an end. To continue your journey with Dennis, connect on LinkedIn or find out more at teamwakabayashi.com. Join us next time as we continue to explore the world of CX in the wild.